0: We are live from the kitchen table in Shibley Township, Michigan, for yet another episode. Did, did we ever leave? <laughs> we didn't ne- did ever leave. Back to back. Back to back. Going back to back. Um, on Valentine's Day, too, so... Yeah. Two of us uh, are single, one of us is about to be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey! So, Brandon Pocky, Ben Moffitt, Tony and Gani, let's get going.
1: What's up, motherfuckers? Let's
0: talk a little bit about the upcoming card on Sunday, not Saturday.
1: Yeah, which, make sure you remember that.
0: Fight Night 105. At least
1: it wasn't like, it's on Friday, and then you f- go Saturday to watch it, and it's like, oh, shit, it happened. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's not an early one, either. I think it's still a late, late it's, card. Uh, it's it's an
1: hour earlier. Me.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Which, for a Sunday, that makes sense. They seem sense. to always
0: do that. If it is a Sunday, well, So the main event will be starting at 9 o'clock.
1: Yep. Okay. Main, main card, starting at 9 o'clock. Cool. And
0: that's no longer Junior Dos Santos and Stefan Struve.
1: Which would have been an interesting fight, but I, like I still like that they gave Junior the shot.
0: I'm more excited that Stipe and him are going to fight. Yeah. Um, but now it's... Me too. Much more entertaining. That
1: that first fight was... <laughs> oh, We talked about it in our second uh, podcast, yep. but that fight was just so beautiful to watch. I'm
0: so excited for that rematch. That's, right now, that's what the I heavyweight think, division and, needed. And right really. now
2: I think Stipe is not getting enough credit in the heavyweight division. Mm-hmm. He's been just knocking dudes dead.
1: Yeah.
0: We're Um, going to be pretty biased on Stipe for a while, because we partied in Cleveland with Cleveland for that. That was insane.
1: That was crazy. That was the loudest I've ever heard in an arena, ever, when he walked out. Dude, it was crazy. That,
2: that, well, it was, epic. That was, it was epic because uh, Cleveland Cavaliers just won their NBA championship. And then no, it was and, before that. Was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, then it's still epic. Yeah. Because they, that was two championships going to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I think that was the first NBA fighter He had the first
1: championship, a championship to Cleveland since... Oh, man, uh, we did
0: the OHIO. That so yeah, that was wild. pretty cool. Anyway, but instead of that fight, it is Derek the Black Beast Lewis versus Travis Hoppa Brown, which... Brown, That's going to be a great Derrick play. Brown, I'm looking Derrick, forward to that. Uh, <laughs> Brown changed, uh, changed camps.
1: camps. Where is he now? Do you I know? don't
0: know, but it, it's not Edmund, so I'm happy.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank God. I think he only went there because of Ronda. Yeah, he and went they there were, Ronda. They were banging and everything. Yeah, but, And that uh, was a
2: big problem because oh, he was that actually... fucked up his striking. He looked like... He looked like he was uh, becoming a contender before doing that, and then yep. since that switched to that, he's beaten
1: some great guys too. And,
2: and, and since that camp, he's not been the same. He, I think he's lost every time since that camp.
1: Yep. He, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I know he beat, yeah, like he beat Overeem, beat Barnett, and then uh, lost to Verdoom. Then came back and, and beat... that's when Verdoom
2: uh, did a giant man running across the
0: ring. No, no, that, the no They, the second, that, they that fought twice. twice. That one was in Cleveland too.
1: Yeah, 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 that was, that that was crazy. crazy. Yes. Uh,
0: Doom kicked his guy. He kicked him in the face. No, no, he kicked after the fight, after they broke <laughs> yeah, him up, yeah, yeah. he kicked his corner After, man.
1: after the fight, the cornerman was oh, talking yeah, shit. Oh, yeah, when the guy he was fucking kicks shit, yeah. him. Like, oh my god, Verdum is such
2: I mean, a piece of shit. Blame, but can you blame Verdum in the moment for, the guy just got done fighting for 15 minutes and you're going to get in his face, really? He's a trained fighter and you're a
0: cornerman. You yeah, stay I away mean, from him. you gotta have some composure about yourself, though. Yeah,
1: when you're when you're fighting at this level, you gotta have composure. you were a
0: champion. So. I agree. I,
2: get... I agree. He should have composure, and I also think
1: I think it's more on him than it is the corner guy. Corner guy obviously shouldn't be talking shit, but that's what they do. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Their job is Promote to try and get the other guy's head and shit. Yeah. Plus, based on what we've seen from that camp, they're not exactly professionals. I'm
0: pretty sure a lot of weird stuff happened in that fight too. Like I.
1: Yeah, a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah, first like the the running fucking kick of the face, which yeah. of course I missed because I looked away.
0: Yeah, because that's what I looked doing.
2: away. I, uh, I thought it was amazing when he did that running kick. Um, <laughs> for a touch it, his hands. size to land a running flying kick to the face. Oh yeah, that's, It was pretty
1: cool. That was pretty. It cool. didn't
2: look like it did that much damage though. But nah. but it was just it was uh I guess you would call it he gets stunt points. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I was impressed.
1: No, yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Highlight reel points. You gotta give gotta give him that. Yeah. But also, uh, the fight itself was kind of lackluster, mostly because Brown he looked lost out there. He looked like he didn't know what he to like do. Looked like he has for a while. Yeah. With this game, yeah. Since so. he went to uh, what Ed, Edmund uh, Taverdian, oh, whatever what his name Edmund, is, Edmund, huh? at Glendale Glendale Fight Club. Well,
2: see, that's the issue with that coach. That's a big issue with um because that's the same coach for Ronda. It was a big issue because even coming into that recent fight with Ronda with Amanda, where she just got you know outstruck really fast, got finished. Um, basically, what they were saying is it was a lot of a problem with her coaching because Ronda is a uh, a judo specialist. She's she's yeah. she's a champion in judo. She's the first woman to come out there and just throw girls around and and go. Basically, she submisses everybody. And I think what that coach did, what was wrong, is instead of having Ronda be in her in her comfort zone, which is go out there and grapple, he tried to teach her or tell her or convince her that she's a striker now. And it just, you know, it really weird. She needs
1: to go to some place that honestly knows how to coach striking because she just, like, she she thought she was was better than all the people that were there beforehand before we started to get the youth infusion and, like... The more She's talent facing, she was, yeah. division. She was yeah. facing people that she had beaten in, uh, was she Strike Force or was it WEC? Uh, Force. Before they absorbed it. And, uh, yeah, she was just beating the same people. She was the best at that time. And
2: she was literally just throwing girls around and arm-barring them. At and East.
1: she thought, like, well, oh, uh, I can do this to these people, then, like, I can do this to anybody. It was twenty. Instead of trying to improve steadily, like, every fight. Yeah, you know?
0: women just came in. It, the talent level wasn't there. And, and I, I agree.
2: I think that Rhonda's, um, I think I think a little bit of the fact that Rhonda had so many so many like fast victories in the UFC and she climbed to the stardom so fast that mm-hmm. it did get a little bit to her head. And I don't think she, it, from what we've seen, too, from her last two losses, I don't think she's really improved that much. No, she and hasn't improved she, at all lately. And, and if anything, I think that her coaches, like I said, being the striking coaches that they are when she's a grappler... Doesn't make sense to have. I mean, if you if you've been grappling your whole life, yeah. it doesn't make sense to do a year of striking and now you think you're a striker. Yeah, no, true. you're yeah, a grappler. Yeah, yeah. Sure, and a she man should have internet. and she should have stayed to grappling.
1: You got to find and, a way to get in on people that are bigger and stronger. With, than right,
2: you. With, with someone like Rhonda where she's a grappling specialist, what all I think she was, yeah, she was never going to outstruck. It should be something like, internet. all right, we're going to go over defensive striking. That's going to set you up for the grappling situation. Yeah. And they did the complete opposite. They put her in an offensive striking yep. position. And had and her cha- try
1: and chase noons around, and that did not work yeah, at no, all. As yeah, soon she, as she got hit in the face once, it's like, oh, shit. And, actually, and Misha, Tate said, Misha Tate said that Nunes is that's the hardest she's ever been hit in her yeah. life.
0: And you can every almost a. Mi-
1: and why wouldn't you anticipate list, that? You, you know.
2: And in my rights. opinion, I think from what we've seen in the women's MMA in general, I would say that Amanda Nunes and Chris Cyborg are probably the top two strikers or the top two strikers we've seen in women's MMA. That's what? S- We'll see. You know what? You know what? We got to see with Valentina. Yeah, Shetakula. I was, was going to say. I was I was going to put her in the hat too. She, they, she, they're
1: so close. The way two. that
2: the way that Valentina uh, kind of dismantled Holly with the yeah. striking, and Holly is such a great kickboxer. I uh, I actually I would put her up there too. I would say the top three women striking right now is Valentina Shevchenko, um, Amanda Nunez, and of course Chris Ivor. Yeah, really I'll, I'll definitely give you that. Cause I'm very excited for that fight.
1: Yeah, I'm very excited. Shevchenko. I have no idea who's going to win right now. I don't. You know what?
2: I'm going to go out and say I'm going to take Valentina. Taking, yeah. I think I did.
1: I remember yeah, you said that a while ago. I just uh, think
2: that she's super impressive with her timing. And mm-hmm. I think that... As far as women's MMA, I think she has the whole package. And Juliana Pena right. was such
1: a strong wrestler, grappler. She, she was physically stronger than every opponent she had faced previously. In even even Katzengano. Well. I remember saying telling him that uh, I was amazed to see how Katzengano out was out muscling Misha Tate. I think that Misha Tate still won the fight, but she was physically out
2: her. Is that, Katzengano the last woman to beat Amanda Nunes? I yeah, think she was. Yeah, she yeah. is. And that was because Amanda's kind of had a gas tank problem.
1: That, and and yeah, I that was, was earlier in her right. you yep. I think it was her second fight in the UFC. It was. Um, yeah, and then Zingano went out against Pena. I was like, oh, it's going to be Zingano all day. Pena physically dominated her. I was like, And that's Shit. what makes it impressive
2: that yeah. Valentina, not only... Because Valentina's just been known for and striking. And She she beat her at her own game. She did. She submissed her. Yeah. <laughs> was it an armbar? Yeah, it was it an armbar. Bar. Wow. <laughs> and, and it was impressive, yep. too, because... Pena was uh being really aggressive on the takedown and the clinch yep. and Valentino was game. She said come on come on. Let's yeah, do it. she's like all right.
0: Well, yeah, sure. End of the first round, she uh Pena had Shevchenko in armbar and Shevchenko was defending it very intelligently. Yep. It was pretty close and it was right at the end of the buzzer there. Oh like, yeah, I remember. Pretty close. And I think oh, Shevchen- yeah, yeah.
2: Shevchenko was winning the round and then Yeah, and Pena got like, her in Yeah, a, she, she got her in the full mount or something, was it? Was it a full no, mount? No.
0: Both both fighters arm bars were from the from back. the
1: bottom. I was gonna say. Yeah. So Shchennko, Shevchenko, was Shevchenko on top. I think she reversed the takedown attempt. She had
0: just reversed, and,
1: yeah, got on top, and then Pena threw up an arm bar at the end of the round. The
0: opposite happened in the early second round, and Shevchenko put her arm. Oh bar yeah, that amazing. that was And nobody expected impressive. that. I mean, no.
1: even
2: even uh, even the people like on Twitter and everything yep. blew up. They were like, "Wow, Shevchenko, she just they, they she's a full she's a complete fighter. She's well, knocking girls out. Well, she's we were previewing, and she's, and she's choking girls out and submitting them.
1: When we were previewing that, eh, sorry, previewing that fight, that we all thought it was going to be striker versus grappler, and right. so it was going and to they win made that. it shevchenko's got it all.
2: Yeah, she's a, she's the complete package. And you know what? I talking about this, um, and going back to the when you brought up the cat Zingano thing, mm-hmm. and Amanda Nunes kind of having a bad gas tank from what we've seen so far. Um, I think Amanda Nunes better be really careful. On how she comes and approaches this fight with Valentina, because yep. Valentina's already gone gone through wars. She seems she like she's like been she a little cocky.
1: She seems like she's been a little cocky lately. Nunes. Yeah. Oh, for like sure. About, because, oh, I'm going to go with 145 well, I mean, who, and
2: shit. Look, yeah. who, who wouldn't be cocky after you just literally retired? Probably the two biggest names in women's in, in yeah. history at this point. She retired. She arguably retired yeah. Misha Tate yeah. and Ronda through vicious knockouts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, that it, really put Misha Tate down. Even though
2: that. even though Amanda Nunes in defense of Rhonda and Amisha Tate, when Amanda now has just destroyed both of them, she did beat them at the end of their careers.
1: Yeah, yeah. We you gotta really point that out too. Um
2: and I think right now Amanda Nunes is also getting into her prime. She just yeah. kinda stepped into her prime and she's basically the young lion that just took out the, the old lioness. The lioness. Yeah, Yeah, lioness. And she really is the lioness. That's her nickname. Yeah, there you go. That was actually, oh, let's talk about that. She was, that was scary. I was scared when well, I watched when she the movie. Oh, she yeah. had the mask coming out. She came out. out with the mask and I was like, when I seen that, I was... I, I was looking at Rhonda come out first and I was like, Man, Rhonda looks like she's in the best shape of her life. Yeah. She's just looking she looks like man, they didn't they, they didn't force her to do the media. Yeah. I was like, wow, she's focused. She looks the best she's ever looked. Which I thought and she then, was
1: she was kind of a coward.
2: And I agree. I think that she should have faced it. But yeah. you know what? Everyone's different and she had a she had a mm-hmm. you know, in defense she had a of her hard time after. She had a she really hard time belt. after that yeah. fall was a hard fall. So, you know, we gotta give it to she her. They allowed it. her to do it. She she got to avoid the media and then I see Ronda come out in the weigh-in, and she's Which, looking like a beast. I, I just
1: want to say, I thought it was funny that they let Ronda do that, but yeah, they when, Con- Connor, when, do when it. Connor misses one press conference, yeah, oh yeah, you're off two hundred. Of uh, that was bullshit. That was but,
2: bullshit. That was bullshit. But but back to the weigh-in when yeah. when Amanda, I mean when uh, Ronda came out, she was just <laughs> looking like the best shape of her life, like a beast. And I was like, man, this then and, and the way they marketed it too, they you know I feel kind of bad for Amanda. The way they marketed, it, they were like. Totally, oh, all around. All, all about the comeback. Yeah, everybody Ronda. kept She's saying an that. Selling point. That's what so you know,
1: which is that's how they sold pay per views, and that's how
2: they did it. But uh, when Rhonda came out, like a, man, she looks great. And then had like a see, buys. and then you see Amanda. You know, the untalked about champion, mm-hmm. the lioness, yeah. comes out with this lioness mask on <laughs> and just looks terrifying. Just, her. just walks over to just just walks up, flexes, and then just stares Ronda down with the mask on. And I thought that was pretty cool. I thought. Uh, yeah. I thought that uh, I don't think I don't know if Amanda always does that. Was that a new thing she did? No, she
1: she did it just for just for Ronda.
2: And I think she should continue to do it. It Was badass.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but also, yeah, that really like Misha Tate. Once she got hit by Nunez, it's like I can't hang with these girls anymore. I think she would have kept fighting a little bit, but Pennington just like flat out outclassed her. Uh, Misha
2: Misha in the middle of that fight, I want to say it was after the first round, and I could be wrong, but she basically told her corner, "I'm done." Like after yeah. in the Raquel Pennington yeah, she she, 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 she really knew that undone. she
1: she can't compete at the highest level. She walk she's walking out on. Our- it was
2: you kind know? of sad. It was yeah, actually it kind was. of a sad ending for a,
1: someone. We should say someone I've really respected. Right?
2: She's she's been a she's been a pioneer of women's MMA, and and I've enjoyed her commentary when right. she's and on she's smart. Fox Sports. Yeah, I've right. yeah. heard her she commentary. She's really smart when she commentates. She'll, she'll mm-hmm. probably be doing that more often now. And, and, and yeah, do, I'm no, sure she she'll do that. No, full she, time she now. She has she has a uh, job. With, the UFC gave her a job. She has a desk job now, and she's going to be doing kind of what the uh, you know like what Tyron Woodley does and all them. She's going to be talking. And the Oh yeah, Fox. So she'll be on. She'll be out there. And you know what? She's a. She's a really good girl to have to do it. She knows yeah, her shit. She knows She's been around a long She's time. She's a pioneer of MMA women's. And she also is a good-looking girl. Yeah, Perfect yeah. for yeah. the camera. Oh,
1: yeah. Cupcakes. Yeah. I mean, cupcake. Yeah. yeah
0: it's <laughs> cupcakes. That, that was why I liked her. Let's get back to the Fight Night 105, the co-main event. An interesting oh, fight. Guys that really bef- need wins.
1: Before you touch on that, uh, to what we were talking about, I just want to mention about Travis Brown. He's, uh... He, see, his problem yeah. was he left, uh... Jackson Winklejohn to go to GFC.
0: At the time that it was just and
1: Jackson, I think. Jackson, uh, no, Winklejohn was, was there. Back. yeah
2: And to the viewers that don't know, he basically left his camp for Ronda. Because they had, yeah, pretty they much. And, and he, I, he wanted uh, to go train with a re- to be a part of her team.
1: There was a report that it was also fiscal, too. Like, because it was, it was going to be cheaper for him to go there. And, you know, with how the payment structure is, how it is. It kind of makes sense. I'm sure he's getting more money than a lot of these guys getting ten, twenty thousand each fight. But and he's uh, got sugar mama. That that, yeah, the Sugar Mama. Yeah. <laughs> that was such a dumb move. Yeah. And now he's at Black House MMA. Okay. I, I've heard of them. I don't know a lot about them. Yeah, though.
0: I was. I remember. I must have read the story a little bit more than I thought because when they went into Black House MMA, I recognized more people than I expected to. But while well, talking about the Travis Brown fight.
2: What are you guys' predictions?
1: Uh, this was tough for me because, obviously, if it was if it's the same Brown that came out the last two fights, he's going to get fucked up. But if you're looking at the Brown that was before that when he was training with Jackson Wink, he was impressive. His chin wasn't great, though. No. That's also a, a factor team. to include because Lewis is one of the hardest hitters in the division. That and is undeniable. If you
2: know I'm, Lewis, um, and for everyone, it is Travis Brown fighting Derek Lewis upcoming in the main event. Eric Lewis, in his past, in, in this past year, he's had a very, very impressive. He's that what? Five straight wins. Uh, I he has say? one, two, three, four. He has five straight wins. Yeah. Four of them being KOs.
1: Yep. Um, uh, beat what? Daniel uh, Omelianchuk in his last fight. Uh, Roy Nelson.
0: No, different guy.
2: No, like he
1: be team
0: up that guy's more of a kickboxer. Oh,
1: okay. He
2: he, the only guy he had a split decision with, and the only guy he had a decision with that wasn't a knockout was Roy Nelson. Yeah. and that's a pretty and impressive can, win because Roy yeah, Nelson yeah, knockout
1: Roy else. Nelson is a tough. Yeah,
2: that can't happen. Right? But, but yeah, he, KO'd, he he, KO'd, he KO'd yeah. Gabriel. He literally had a first round KO against Gabriel uh, Gonzaga and Damian Grabowski. Yeah, both yeah, in yeah. impressive fashion. Did his little walrus celebration. Yeah, that's uh, Derek Luce is a Derek Luce is a scary guy in that division <laughs> for anyone. And when we're talking when we're talking heavyweights, it only takes one punch to land And, and I, knock I
1: always thought out. it was funny that like any guy that he faced a couple wrestlers in there and guys that were trying to take him down and even if they got him down yeah. he would literally just like he just hold them or when he'd get on top he'd just rest a little bit He's like yeah. all right I'm getting up yeah exactly. <laughs> no matter who was on top of him he'd just be like that's, all right, that's just cool. sh- you know what? Shuck it, him off it, this that's is
2: cool just my, Joe thought. Rogan. Joe this Rogan is just my thought here and this, and it correlates with what's going on with Derrick Lewis and Travis Brown fighting. Um, I'm taking Derek Lewis to beat Travis Brown. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to knock him out in the first round. That's just my opinion. Yeah. I, think, I think from what we've seen of late of Travis Brown, he's not the old Travis Brown. And even with the new change, the recent change, I don't think it's going to have him enough time to uh, fully be there yet. Maybe it'll take him a couple more fights and he'll be back, but I don't know. Honestly. And, and what I'm saying sorry, is um, I think that Derek Lewis knocks out Travis Brown and then we have the new upcoming monster in the heavyweight division. Dude, Francis, they, Francis they, Ngannou they, they have, they have versus Derrick Lewis, the Black do. Beast. Yeah, I mean that would be that would that could pay-per-view main event any card. Yep. honestly, oh, think, exactly. I think Francis, that's, anyone know. that doesn't know Francis no, 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 Ngannou. Go look him up. It's not going to be a pay per view. He's terrifying.
1: UFC on Fox or a Fox Sports One, a big Fox Fox Sports One card. Because
2: I don't think a lot of people even recognize. I don't think a lot of people recognize who Francis Ngannou is. They do do now after a last year, especially how he just popped on like it's nothing. Um, yeah. that guy is a freak of nature and he might be the future of the heavyweight division.
1: Yeah, we were t- uh, we were talking about that. Stipe, he's he's Stipe, a future champion. Stepe
2: and everybody else in the heavyweight division better be looking out for Francis Ngannou. He's, he's the only man.
1: He's the only guy I'm scared that would beat uh, Stepe right yep. now. Cuz honestly, I think he beats Kane. I know we me and he, he Pocky Kane. disagree. My problem, oh, my, problem he with Kane, Kane. He okay.
2: my problem with Kane is look, Kane is in, in my opinion, I think he might be the most well-rounded heavyweight we've ever seen as far as oh, yeah. skill-wise. And, and his cardio but is just crazy. In, in, yeah, he's a cardio freak. But the problem is you can't trust to have the guy in a card. I mean, he yeah, pulls out all can't. the time through injury. And whether or not it's... it's Pull
1: out game strong.
2: It's just, it sucks, because <laughs> yeah. I love watching him fight, but I can't get excited about his fights anymore because he pulls out so often. He's a yeah. plot merchant. Oh, we okay. were so
1: excited about him fighting for Doom for the shot. Oh,
2: that would have been amazing. Then, I remember that. I was, yep. I was super excited about that, too.
1: And then they pulled him for because uh, he needed back surgery.
2: He's, but, he's had,
1: uh, I want to say, it was seven or eight surgeries since he started fighting.
0: Yeah. Right, well, I don't I don't know how much time he's going to have left. So, they want... Derek Lewis to win, because I think they want the Anganu black Beast fight. That would be, that'd be yeah. a big seller. But I don't think he's going to win. I think that Travis Brown is going to intelligently use the cardio game. I think he's going to be able to avoid Derek he, Lewis. He has that advantage. Hit I'll from the outside. And it's a five-round fight, and that's going to make him... That he's going to play it well.
1: See,
2: I definitely think. You know what? That is a good point, though, because the five round is a big factor. Yeah. When you have these guys coming in here a three round fight; they can sprint a little bit more. But they are and, heavyweights, and, and Derek Lewis has had trouble with the cardio. But, uh-huh. but yeah. on the same note, saying they're heavyweights, they both probably will gas out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I do. I just want to say, I do think Travis Brown is going to look better than he has. I think he's going to get his striking together a little better. I don't he's think he to... looked
2: that bad against Wardum.
1: Like, I did. I, I, I mean, he had every opportunity to take control of that fight, and he just sat back and that's, waited for that's Verdum. an interesting part. His face. He tried to counter.
0: He didn't look like on his face that he wanted it like he used yeah. to on his face. He's, he just. He, the only reason why I say that he didn't look that he, bad, he, he, didn't he didn't
1: feel get confident. Finished. He didn't well, get yeah. finished. He survived. But also, Verdoom knew that he w- he was controlling the fight. And he didn't really have to go out of his way to... Take a risk. He, you know?
0: I think Lewis gasses faster than he does. Yeah, Lewis oh, definitely, sure. definitely gasses faster. gasses, but he gasses because he goes to war with guys. Yeah. But he's going to, I think... If we're
1: is, talking about like best first rounds like we've ever seen, Arlovsky, Brown was crazy. Oh my
0: god, they both dropped each other. But, the Jackson Winklejohn's going to get him. No, Blackhouse. Blackhouse. Blackhouse, gonna, they're going to get him. They're going to say, alright, you're done with... All the crap that Edmund did to you. Mm-hmm. We're going to make you finally get this win. You need this win. And you're going to fight smart. You're going to play the cardio game. You're going to f- strike from the outside. Derek Lewis, his only issue, he can't catch somebody. If you if you want to Floyd Mary with him and just stay to the outside, he can't really catch you. Yeah, just, that, uh,
1: I'll give you that. Got Travis a- Brown's definitely gonna have a speed advantage too. You know what?
2: I'm, I am looking and at output. I am looking at Derek Lewis's surdog page right now, and in his last fight against Shamil, where he he got a TKO, he TKO'd him in the fourth round. And I actually
0: forgot that that was a five round fight. No, yeah, because yeah. uh, I think
2: but he but he was looking a little sloppy, wasn't he? Yeah, he and was.
0: If you looked at him after the fight, he was very upset with his performance. Yeah, he, he said it. He said it publicly. Yeah, yeah, he was pissed about his own cardio.
1: Yeah, exactly. So maybe, maybe Hopefully, he's done what he needed yeah. to do. Hopefully he works on that and like focuses on that this camp. But there's so many what ifs going into yeah, this card. It that's could go I, either that's, way.
0: That's why I really like this fight. Yeah, you're right. It could be.
2: I mean, who knows? Who knows? With tra- could, it could be is, one-sided thing one sided one way or the other. It could seen be really close. Brown now since the change of camp and guys change when they have a different camp. So exactly. who knows? He could come out and be looking fantastic, or he could be looking terrible.
0: That's why the UFC is fun. It's the it's the most what if what the fuck's going to happen sport there is. <laughs>
2: But yeah, I on think that note,
0: so Ben, are you going with Derrick
1: Lewis? I'm I'm taking Derek Lewis. I think that Brown, uh, he looks better. It's pretty close in the first like round. And then I think the second round, uh, Lewis catches him. I think Brown gets a little cocky, starts to get a, just, just a little sloppy, and he catches him across the chin. He does his big wobble leg, like stumble backwards. Lewis gets him down and finishes him from the top.
2: And I'm pretty much on the same boat with you, only I'm thinking it's happening in the first round. (laughs) I think the Black Beast is going to finish him in the first round.
1: Uh, Yeah, and we should move on to the co-main event because we've spent so much time off track.
2: (laughs) Okay, let's go on to it. The co-main event.
1: Hector Lombard and Johnny Hendricks. Prediction. This is is kind of a weak co-main, though. I agree. Uh, I mean, guys. This whole that are card, com- like I up, said
2: before, this whole card I think is a bit of a weak card, but it is we, free TV. So and we
1: did lose; we lost a few fighters going into it. Uh, yeah, it is free, and you know, Canada, Halifax. Um, but, but yeah, this but is definitely the- this is definitely an entertaining fight. It's definitely intriguing.
2: The thing is about this Kona main event with Johnny Hendrix and Hector Lombard is. Both guys are pretty big names. They're both veterans. Uh, Johnny Hendricks being a former champion. Yeah. And the only thing about this, which I was saying before, is uh, Johnny Hendricks is on a three-fight uh, or a three-fight loss streak, yep. and Hector Lombard is on a two-fight loss streak, and then he had one uh, no contest. Even
1: though Lombard, his, I think it's because he got popped for steroids. Pretty, was it Was that much yeah. to
2: steroid? Yeah. Um, well, he looks. Like, the guy's a monster. He looks like a freak. His he, legs, he his legs are tree trunks. Dude looks like a thumb. <laughs> so uh, with this fight, it's very interesting having both guys being on a loss streak, and they're both kind of fighting to still have a UFC contract.
1: See, I don't see them cutting Lombard though, because his last two fights, he was literally a judge's dec- or a ref's decision away from finishing both those guys. Right he arguably they should have stopped him against Magny and then he gassed himself out Magny got on top and finished him
2: and then the old man Dan Dan Henderson just came back after almost being (sighs) finished and just did something amazing and one of the most vicious knockouts on Hector Lombard and I actually when I watched that fight I was like wow uh, I think Dan's getting old Lombard's about to finish him yep and then Dan I, I, just picked, a I picked Lombard in that and fight too.
0: Dan knocked him out in a vicious statement. Yeah. Hector Lombard is 39 years old, so yep. he's, he's gotta, well. I
1: mean, he's got to try and Dan Henderson's 45.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, there, there's <laughs> you know. nothing taken away from Dan Henderson. I'm just saying against uh, Johnny Hendricks, who is 33. Johnny was,
1: Hendricks is well. Before like, we go on, It any, seems like age has affected him more.
2: Before before we go on any prediction of Johnny Hendricks versus Hector Lombard, let's just talk a little about a little bit about both of them and. Um, with Johnny Hendricks, my thing which I'm not accusing anything of him. But <laughs> since the new USADA testing, sure
1: see. Um,
2: he doesn't hit, he doesn't just kill guys anymore. Yeah. And he was, I mean, he's a former champion, and he was not going to do that. Even his physical uh, appearance has changed.
0: Yeah, look at the way you in. Yep. And
2: I don't know if that's, Looks a lot thinner. I'm not saying anything out. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not fully saying it. I mean, it could be due to USADA testing. It could be due to father time. It could be due to maybe lack of motivation. I don't know what it is fully. Yeah. could be a combination of all of them. But uh from what we've seen lately at Johnny Hendricks, he's not the same guy that was the champion. He's not knocking dudes dead. And yeah. uh basically since the loss to Wonder Boy where Wonder Boy just, you know, smoked him in the first round, um, we haven't seen a really good Johnny Hendricks. Yeah, if you and,
0: look at a way in from like the days where he was fighting for the title and then look like at a weigh in from the last year and then you look yeah. It's a different body.
1: Yeah. Which happens a lot with guys that stop taking roids. Yeah. But
0: but we're just—we don't
1: know for sure because I don't think he's gotten popped for anything. Yeah, so he has. We can't, and he
2: hasn't, so we can't accuse we, him of that. We can't come out and we say that. We can't fully say that. So he just—but uh, <laughs> he just sucks, though. He just changed uh, up a little <laughs> bit. Doesn't, and, have, doesn't have doesn't have the fierce doesn't have that fierce power that he once had that we've yes. seen he was knocking dudes dead and now he's not doing that anymore
1: we see a lost Johnny Hendricks lately like and, how he and came that, out
2: and even and you know that's why I say motivation too because maybe you know in a little bit of father time he's been he's thirty three years old getting a little bit older maybe after maybe he maybe lost after the he belt already, maybe after he already had the belt he's like look I already beat the game. Uh, I'm just here to make a little bit of money, so I don't I don't know exactly what's going on with him.
1: But also, there the last decision was controversial. I thought Johnny Hendricks won. I did too. But, I did too, actually. We but yeah, that, 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 that Neil Magny won. Yep. But and you know, you could judge that either way. With the but he still, even though the new still
2: did not look like the old Johnny Hendricks in that fight, it the, was very close.
1: The new rules weren't in effect, but. On the old rules, he probably should have won. Yeah, old rules. But the Definitely. new rules, it's more about trying to finish guys, more damage. Which Magny was and, doing off his back. And, and Magny was doing that. But uh, And again, yeah, he, wasn't, he didn't have the power that he used to, and he wasn't using that. He was just trying to out-wrestle guys. And I think that's tough going against Lombard with a guy who hits hard, and I'm, he's been a decent grappler in his career.
2: And Hector Lombard, for a guy at welterweight... He's a big welterweight. Yeah. Like he just looks like it. You We're, look at him. This is like actually said about his legs. He's got tree trunk legs. They both got
1: bumped up to middleweight now because they can't make weight. Oh really? <laughs> yep. This is. A I didn't even see that
2: because they listing it on the USC page as welterweight. Oh yeah. This is this is a gonna fight. this is a middleweight fight. It's gonna be a middleweight fight. So they're fighting
1: yeah. at one eighty five.
2: Yeah, one eighty five. Oh wow. Now that's, that's so, now that's even another big factor in here because they both been they've both been fighting at uh, welterweight their whole career, right? Yep.
1: For the majority of their careers. So
0: we'll see. We've lots to talk about. So let's make some predictions on this one and get get out of here. I'm going to take I'm going to take Hector Lombard to beat Johnny Hendricks.
2: I think he's going to KO him. And I just say that because Johnny Hendricks is on a zero and three. He's on a he's on a three loss uh, fight streak. He hasn't looked the same. And I already talked about all the three things: Father Time, yeah. Usada, and uh, his motivation. He hasn't looked the same as of recent. And Hector Lombard, in my opinion, when he fought Dan Henderson. Um, he still did look really good, and he, he looked promising. He almost he still he has the power innocent.
1: to knock guys out.
2: And I think he I think he has I think he's the much stronger guy here in the fight now. And yeah. I think that Hector Lombard is just going to basically overpower Johnny Hendricks. I think Hendricks
1: isn't does he's going to be afraid of the power, not know what to do on the feet, throw a couple sloppy shots, and then uh, Lombard's going to catch him near the end of the first.
0: I will. I will say that this might be the matchup that Johnny needs. I think this could be the guy that, with cardio, he can take down. He can control it, on the it's ground. It's true.
1: Yeah. If he if he, if it he gets Lombard to burn out early, he could win that fight. With right. that
0: being said, with that being the matchup that I think Johnny needs, I don't see him pulling it off. I think he gets clipped, hurt, and then controlled on the ground by Lombard, possibly put away second round by TKO of volume
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, I also want to touch on a couple of the other fights on this card. It's not particularly strong. We have a few replacements, a few uh, debut guys, and I just want to say that uh, I'm looking forward to the Ferreira and Theodoro fight. Very I think good fight. that's that's a couple up and coming guys in uh, the middleweight division, and. Uh, I think the winner of that gets a ranked opponent. Um, it should be a contender for fight of the night.
0: Yeah, for sure. The other one would be Ponzinibbio and. Uh, I'm friend. so
1: I'm so excited. I think this is the fight of the night. Yeah. Uh, I've really loved Ponzinibbio as a striker in his last few fights against Zach Cummings and Court McGee, especially. He just uh he just put it all together. He was really impressive on the feet.
0: Now Tlaib's coming off of the Eric Silva knockout, but don't forget, don't let that. For, you know, make you forget that he's a wrestler first. Talib is. Yeah. So Ponzanibio is kind of, he's he's good enough on the ground that I think he'll be able to stay with him. It'll be the interesting to be see interesting. if
1: if this will be a brawl or if Talib will try to be try to neutralize him.
0: Yeah, I think if Ponzanibio can stop some takedowns, then those two go to war on the feet, and it'll be interesting.
1: One uh, underrated fight that uh, pe- a lot of people will overlook. Is the Tiago Santos fight and uh, uh, Jack Marshman? I think that'll yeah. be a very competitive affair
0: because Thiago Santos was coming in and just knocking people out. He hasn't he looked got, great lately taken, because yeah. yeah,
1: he get he can get controlled on the ground.
0: That's that's the problem.
1: And yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see. I know Sam Alvey called out Marshman, but yeah, obviously but, that's that fight isn't happening. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm interested to see that one. But there's a lot of, whether it's replacements or what...
0: Yeah, we'll go in-depth a little more on this on the next podcast. Yeah,
1: but like Felder, McMahon, and uh, Cecilia and Carlos Barza, looks like they're just trying to set them up to get some easy wins. But Actually, that
2: uh, actually I wanted to throw in the one, even though I didn't like this card much, the one fight I actually think that's being overlooked a little bit in, as far as the, women, the women's band weight is that Sarah McMahon fight. The Sarah McMahon versus oh, yeah. Gina Mazzani.
1: McMahon's looked really good lately. That last fight she had, she looked uh, really good. What uh, armbar and she, Alexis she got, Davis? Yeah, it was against
2: Alexis Davis, and Alexis Davis is a is a is a good competitor. And she hasn't
1: she hasn't been great since Rodda knocked her out, but yeah.
2: and yeah, and, she's, and Sarah, she's been
1: around a while. She's Sarah and Alexis good. Davis
2: are both kind of like women's uh, what do you want to call it? Uh, journey women. They oh, both yeah. been they both been in the bantamweight division Veterans for a while. Instead of made it
1: to the top, but and, the
2: thing is, is uh, Sarah McMahon actually. She showed that she's she showed improvement in that yeah. last fight, and I think that if Sarah McMahon was to come out here, and I'm going to take her to win this fight too. Absolutely, uh, oh, yeah. I think if she comes out here and has a dominant performance, she is setting herself up to be a top five. Um, she's gonna Well, right now take she's, her she's, a top she's ranked five number or... seven, and I think she could be she'll break the top five by winning this yeah. fight. Oh, for sure. Especially with now Ronda and Misha both being uh, gone well, from the division, I, well, I see her even being higher up. I,
1: I don't think we can anticipate Ronda being gone for sure. Because I think there's still a chance that she wants to redeem herself, and honestly, a McMahon would be an interesting matchup if they des- if they decided to have her come back. fairly soon.
0: That was there was a knee to the gut and a controversial. Yeah, it was stopping. controversial. Wow. Yeah, so that would be there was Randy's most oh, yeah. controversial
1: she, it was a knee to the body. She dropped right away, and they ended oh, it. it TKO. And then it was a TKL, she okay. then she got back up. Yeah,
0: it was it was the most controversial. They
1: stopped it topic. before they gave her a chance to recover. It was the so. most controversial.
0: So, topic. Okay, that would actually be so that, that could would be, be nice. We see Sarah McMahon beat Gina,
2: and then we have uh, you know two veterans go slug it out. Ronda Rousey comes back for another return to redeem against herself against, against someone McMahon. that isn't
1: an elite striker. She's an Olympic wrestler, so it could. You know, it Not could be an interesting grappling it could match be a grappling matchup. Yeah, exactly.
0: It's just that's there's a lot of what ifs on that. I don't think Ronda comes back anytime soon. So yeah, I think in my the, opinion, yeah, the reason why I even
2: just said that right now is I don't think Ronda's coming back. I yeah. think Ronda, even going into the Manon Nunez fight, she had one foot out the door already in Hollywood, and mm-hmm. I uh, I'm a, I don't
0: I don't think she's coming back.
1: Well, all those Hollywood offers left when she uh, got been,
0: been fucked taking up. Some so,
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's move on.
0: Let's go on to some of the fighters cut. How many fighters have been cut? the There were in the last
1: thirty-two week? fighters cut over the. I think it was last week, week and a half.
0: Thirty-two fighters. Yes, it
2: was.
1: Yeah, uh, there's a few that retired, like Sean O'Connell and Tim Kennedy, and uh, a Daly, praying yeah. for her yeah. with uh, the brain issues she's had. Uh, and then you got you know the people that have been removed to the roster that they don't know if they're going to sign back, like Rick Story and Lorenz Larkin. Which both but, of those
2: guys probably will sign. Yeah, that. they're just. They're well,
1: it's either stuff. that unless they get a better offer from Bellator, that's the big up I in the see, air.
0: I, I can see him losing Story, but uh, Larkin, they they definitely will. They, get they their, need to keep it. They need Larkin.
1: Uh, and of course, yeah. they
0: removed Lesnar. Um, that's, yeah. that's the biggest name that
2: was removed. But Lesnar actually, it wasn't even really wasn't even on back. the roster. He just yeah, came back yeah. for a fight for UFC 200. He, he and came
1: back for the paycheck, and
2: yeah. and then so, he got Usada banned. So we're, we're <laughs> probably, we'll probably never see Lesnar again. No,
1: he's he's done in the UFC. And then
2: what was that with Mizugaki? You were saying what, what Mizugaki yeah. got removed uh, too,
1: right? Yeah, Mizugaki got cut. He was one of the like bigger name fighters that got cut. Uh, lost, but he was also five. yeah, he lost four out of five against top five. He's, he's not type of guys, but old. yeah, he's getting old, and uh, yeah, they cut another like twenty thirty fighters, I none of them are really like huge names. bad cuts, you know, I think it's like the, actually the,
0: one of them actually was Cole Miller, yeah, yeah, but time. he's he, also he, he hasn't
1: been really in. impressive,
0: I think the the bottom line on the, these cuts is the u f c is at a talent level it's never been at, it's oh. only kept growing, but now.
1: They're they're trimming the fat off a little bit.
0: You have to. Right. Well, you have that wave of the new
2: generation fighters yep. that are super impressive now. They've been bringing in a lot of Every guys. Every single like card, that.
0: it seems like there's, there's, you know, debut fighters. And you have to be elite to stay in this thing. And they have to make cuts because if this is going to be the stay the number one, you, everybody can't be in it.
1: Yeah. And I think they'll cut back a little bit on the number of cards because then you get ones like this one where not a lot of people are going to tune in. Uh, you I try to keep interest up with bigger names, but that only gets you so far.
0: I think it's smart to actually keep these Fox Sports One cards. This is where you put the fights where people like us are going to watch it, but the real. And the there's too fans. many. There's too many fights to make for everything to be a pay per view. But so it's they also, where it's going to gonna be those.
1: interesting where the WME IMG starts to make changes. Well, yeah, that's
0: I was going to bring
2: that up right now when you said that because uh, I believe that the uh, UFC's TV deal with Fox is actually coming it's to expiring. an end. It's expiring, yeah. they are we'll talks with there. ESPN. And they're in talks, yeah, of trying to make it more of a globalized sport. So, yet, yeah, ESPN and, and putting on more channels. It would,
1: it would make more sense if ESPN and uh, actually, came in with a bigger bigger offer. That, and that, they would, could be, pay that would be great
2: more. for MMA. It'd be more money for yeah. MMA. And I, think it's a good I hope it would get rid of that stupid Reebok sponsorship where we have to literally look at everybody wearing Reebok That's, all separate. The time. that's separate. That's from the
1: separate from the TV deal. deal. Like, it's, a six, it's a six-year deal that started 2015. So only um, two out of six. That Reebok, that Reebok yeah.
2: sponsorship is really controversial because it, it, it kind of removes fighters from being able to express themselves on wearing their own gear and their own sponsors. I'm glad that you mentioned and that. And it also, what one big thing that it's done, uh, well, as of recent, is we have Ryan Bader. Yeah, I was going to bring is, up Ryan Bader. Ryan Bader just left the UFC and went to Bellator. Yep. And I was reading up more onto it, and the main reason to him was he can make more money he no could make four, four he times made, more money. Made, at least he was making eighty thousand. He at I think it was, was between making,
1: forty and eighty. 000. Yeah, he said,
2: he said he was making about eighty thousand a year off his uh, his sponsorships outside of the UFC. Or no, per fight. Or per fight was it forty yeah, per to fight. eighty thousand? So, so he was fight. making. So he's, this guy was making big money off his sponsorships.
1: But now, and he's he's the one of the in the top tier for earners in the UFC when it comes to the Reebok deal. He was only making fifteen grand.
2: So, right. So, this guy was losing money with this Reebok sponsorship, and he said, you know what? Hundreds of thousands of dollars. And, and he went to Bellator now, and yeah. he's going to be. And he could have his sponsors back. He could have his everything. sponsors. I could see him as being the champion in Bellator. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, who knows? Maybe Ryan Bader goes over to Bellator and Bill's be making some of his sponsor money. Bill's yeah. to get a Bellator championship and comes back to the UFC maybe to you know, compete a little bit. Yeah, we'll see. Level. I
1: mean, I think he had the most fights in the light heavyweight division yeah, of all time in the UFC. Twenty fights. He had twenty fights in the UFC. And
2: he's only been getting better. He's been looking better.
1: Well But
2: but at the he's, same he's time the competition off, uh, in that light heavyweight division is a little bit yeah. sketchy.
1: I don't I don't I think he's a top ten guy, but he's not top five. And he wasn't able to really put guys away. He just wasn't physically talented enough to beat guys that Good.
0: All right, boys. We got five ten minutes. Let's go into McGregor and Floyd. Okay. Uh, so
2: this could be a total rumor here, no,
1: but uh, I think nah, it's it's, it's, a, it's a, starting but, to become serious.
2: But it's it, it's definitely very serious. But right now, uh, today. We have a lot of articles coming out. I think the Irish Sun is the article that first posted it, saying that Floyd and Conor, uh, the super fight in boxing, which is going to be a boxing fight between Connor McGregor, you know, the current biggest face of MMA, against the biggest face of boxing, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Um, they're planning to have a boxing which would fight. Be
1: awesome. <laughs> and
2: they uh, apparently the, the word is is that that it's getting very close to so a they, deal, and yeah, that they um, that they uh, actually. They actually came to a money agreement. Yeah, the with
1: Floyd and Conor have officially, like.
2: But, if, but now the rumors are that they're having out an their issue money. with the. Uh, uh, third an party. unknown
1: third party, which what is, is probably you you. the gotcha. UFC. One at a
0: time. One at a time. So you said that <laughs> McGregor left something. You should
1: get used to us talking over each well, other. Well, <laughs> it,
0: it's great on this end, but it sounds like shit for them. Sorry, what were we saying? You said McGregor left somewhere to go talk. to Yeah, with he uh,
1: he had an event in Ireland, and he left. He bailed on that to go to Vegas to to finalize their agreement think, for their money.
0: I think that's why this, these articles have been coming up. So oh, long.
1: that's one hundred percent why. Yeah, so, that just happened today.
2: And he actually um, talked about it in uh, recently. He had a in Manchester. He had a crazy. He did something really crazy. Conor had a event in Manchester where he had a pay per view. He, had, he made it a pay-per-view to come listen to him talk. Probably yeah. the only guy in combat sports that's ever done this. <laughs> just that he up, had a pay-per-view yeah. to come listen to him talk. Myself, being a huge Conor fan and MMA fan, I watched it and uh, paid for it. And yeah. basically what he did is he had 5,000 fans uh, come do a live event, and he just went up there and talked for an hour. And he talked a lot, he talked a lot of shit, talked a lot about what's going on and what's next for him. And in that, in that pay-per-view interview, Conor basically stated that He is solely focused on fighting Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, and he went on to more. He went on a little rant and said, "You know what? They've never seen an Irishman man win Cage Warriors titles when I first came out. They doubted me." And he was basically saying that he fuels his fuel is people's laughter and people's doubt. And to sum it up quickly, he basically said when he went to cage warriors originally back in europe before the ufc he said he was going to be a two-weight world champion in cage warriors 145 and 155 pound champion and no one believed him they doubted him and laughed at him he went and did it then he comes to the ufc and they said wow that's crazy an irishman coming and fighting in the ufc there's no way he wins a title and then he you know called himself the joker from the aldo stuff that happened he says the joker goes and wins not only the 145-pound title, but the 155-pound t- uh, title in devastating fashions, knocking out Jose Aldo in 13 yes. seconds 13. and <laughs> and knocking out uh, Eddie in a second-round knockout, which was impressive. Pure domination. He just pure dominated him. So what he did what he did is then he basically made an analogy saying that these guys, everyone's always doubted him, and he's sped off this doubt and this laughter up until this point, and he's proved everybody wrong by winning the Cage Warriors titles and the UFC titles. And now the next big step for him is not only to have the biggest billion-dollar fight, which he's claiming it to be a billion-dollar fight uh, against Floyd Mayweather, but he's saying he's going to go in there and quoted from him, he said Floyd is a Malteser with eyeballs and his fist is bigger than his head. And he claims he's going to knock Floyd out. And that goes against interesting. that goes against what a lot of people are saying, but it goes with what Conor is saying because I think Adderall's, the odds were Adderall's,
1: like plus one thousand for Conor winning yeah. and like hey, minus two thousand. The odds are terrible
2: <laughs> right now because basically what he was saying is he's already fed off doubt and laughter his whole career, and he went and did the impossible, yeah. and now they're saying it's impossible for him to go step into uh, a a boxing ring where they're going to do just boxing rules against Floyd Mayweather, who is arguably. The best boxer of all time due to his record being 49-0. and Nobody's been able to beat him yet. And he's been running the boxing game for about 20 years now plus.
1: I think uh, this is this is so interesting. Um, but I think there's still, like, the only thing, Only hiccup they have is uh, that UFC wants a cut. Yeah. I think that's the only way they'll officially be able to get this done because everything that's popped up has been, oh. Not so quick. Contractual obligation. Contractual. Yeah, they keep obligation. saying that,
2: and they, Dana and the UFC keep saying that it needs to be a contractual agreement. But there's a lot of uh, flaws or uh, possibilities with the Muhammad Ali Act, and yeah. and no one really. But I mean, I for everyone that I've talked to you about, no one really actually a, understands the Ali Act fully. But apparently, and this is just me saying what I what I've heard from it is apparently the Ali Act states that. Uh, you can box even if you're under a current contract. So basically, saying that Connor can go and box even though he's under a UFC contract. Huh. And what Connor argued, which he did, he said this in that in that in that, in that interview I was talking about the Manchester uh, interview. He said that basically they, the UFC allows people to go do jiu-jitsu tournaments, which they do. It's true. He said they can't stop me from doing a boxing match, and he yeah. also said I can do it without them through the Ali Act. But Connor, with being a smart businessman, yeah. said. It would be smoother if we're all involved. And the funniest part, which he's a brash guy, he's hilarious when he talks. He said, in a very serious manner, he said, um, but everybody needs to know their place at the table. <laughs> and they said, what do you mean by that? And he said, by meaning that, I mean everybody needs to know their place. He said there is the Mayweather Productions, there is the UFC, and now there is the newly formed McGregor Productions. Yeah. And everybody needs to know their place, and they're all up on the table. So what I think, Connor really would want an ideal situation for the Floyd Connor situation is I think that they will figure something out, they'll figure the money out, and I think it will be UFC involved. Yeah. They'll and have to I be. think and I think given even though Connor is uh the money fight in combat sports right now, and I and I personally think that Floyd needs Connor a little more than, than Connor needs yeah, Floyd. I,
1: for him it's like that's the golden goose for his but, last fight. Is that
0: what you want to do for number 50? Is uh, Yeah. Uh, that, no risky. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah
1: you, it's definitely risky, but also it's like the payoff is true. so great. Yeah, cause that could cement your, his legacy. That's
0: your 50 no you are, the greatest yeah, like, of all time in anything ever. Go
1: from the Pacquiao fight. I think this will be well, bigger. Well, the
0: reason why, okay. Um, I think this will
1: abs- sell more.
0: Oh, absolutely. This will yeah. be the greatest
2: sell of anything. I think we're going to have mm-hmm. to come to an end right now. But we, 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 can, yeah. we can do like a but, couple But actually, this, I would right. like to really touch on this subject and go deep into, oh, yeah, into the McGregor Mayweather yeah.
1: thing. Yeah, for sure. um Yeah, it's definitely, I really hope that that happens. It's, it's uh, not going it like we, we'll no, to happen. It looks like it's, no, it'll be, about it so it's not going to happen. I think Connor said either end of this year or early next year. So there'll, there'll be plenty of but time stay to talk tuned, about this. But
2: stay tuned. Right now, yep. Connor said he's hunting for it. And I, in Floyd, and Connor both agreed to it of actually wanting to fight each other publicly, yeah. so it might happen. And for us fans, let's hope it happens. We get to see our first billion dollar fight. Even if it
0: does, it's yeah. gonna it it'll take time. They're gonna want to promote it. It's it's going to be the greatest bot thing of ever.
1: Yeah, the ba- no, it's, it's the biggest doubt. martial arts promotion of all time. Yeah, uh, but for now, go check out this uh, this card coming up.
0: Fight like uh, Night one hundred five on Sports one,
1: and we'll see you next time.
0: See you guys. Yep.